What is up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of The Sweet Peaceful. My name's Kelton. Today I'm joined by Alex Curtis. How's it going, man? And Devin Luna. Howdy, partners. Uh, today we're going to be talking about some games, movies, anime, and a song that came out this week. But first, I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about something I was reading about earlier today. Apparently, on Grubhub, Chuck E. Cheese has renamed themselves Pequali's Pizza to trick people into ordering pizza <laughs> from them because they weren't selling enough pizza on Grubhub under the Chuck E. Cheese name. So I was just wondering, uh, as a pizza delivery driver, what your thoughts were on that, Alex? That's wild, man. That's like... When confronted about that's it, next level. they said, we're not trying to trick anyone. We're just trying to break into the high-end pizza game with a new brand. I mean, but you're not. But you're not a new. <laughs> but you're not a new brand. <laughs> you're still Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, they had after that whole Shane Dawson conspiracy, <laughs> that whole conspiracy. They had to rebound somehow, dude. They were getting told what conspiracy they're making. Shane Dawson came out with a video and was like, "Yo, every time Chuck E. Cheese gives you a pizza, it's actually a fucking Frankenstein pizza of all these pizzas that you make." <laughs> oh other my like god! What? And then they just make it a pizza. Yeah, there's a whole thing on YouTube. So I, I guess they had to bounce back some way and just rename themselves. Oh my god! Dude, and the, the, and they said maybe Pequali's Pizza shares the same kitchen as the Chuck E. Cheese uh, kitchen, oh my god. but there's thicker crust and more sauce on the Pequali's pizzas, so they're higher quality. It's Pequali. It's Pequali. It's Pequali. But it's just the same shit quality crust with the same shit quality sauce. It's not Chuck E. Cheese. It's Pequali. <laughs> <laughs> they just give you more of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Probably. imagine if you go to like uh, like McDonald's and and they're like, guys, we totally revamped. We're fu- new brand, new brand, new high quality food we're serving now, and everything is just a little bit bigger portion size when you get to it. <laughs> that's that's yeah. their massive upgrade. <laughs> we added one centimeter to the patty. Like, yeah, like imagine, like I've never been eating pizza at Chuck E. Cheese and been like, if only this had a little bit more sauce and a little thicker crust. <laughs> it would be so this good. Be like, yeah, oh my like, god, this would be like a prime piece of pizza. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Okay, that's hilarious. So yeah, back to video games. Uh, the Paper Mario trailer dropped this week for the Nintendo Switch. Um, it is the sixth entry into the Paper Mario franchise. Um, developed by Intelligent Systems, which is a studio that has its building located really close to Nintendo. They've worked in conjunction with Nintendo for like a long time, up to like 20 years. Uh, they develop a lot of different um, Nintendo titles, but they are independently owned. <laughs> um, I had both of you guys watch that trailer. Uh, what were your What were your thoughts? Okay, first off, bad vibes from the start, dude. That's got spooky. That wonky, <laughs> that wonky yeah, text. Dude. Spooky. Like mu- not music, but the text sounds. Like, wah, yeah, wah, 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 wah. even the text sounds. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It just gives you bad vibes. Yeah, super spooky. I didn't know where it was going at all. Super spooky, but it looks it looks pretty fun. It looks like an entertaining experience. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I liked the return to that uh, Mario sixty four castle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's such a nostalgic location. Yeah. I haven't played like any of the actual Paper Mario games, like aside from trying them out as a kid in a store, but like. Yeah, same. Not as, I don't know. The trailer made me want to like get into that shit for sure. Yeah, I recently brushed up on my history for Paper Mario because I realized I didn't know very much about it um, after watching that trailer. Like six and, uh, games? 
Yeah, six games. The first one came out on the 64, and then there was uh, one on, the, I think, GameCube, the Wii, the 3DS, and I believe the Wii U. Man. Uh, what started it? But yeah, I guess that? they're turn-based. What started this I'm whole thing? I'm not sure. One, like, one thing that seemed consistent from all the footage I watched is that they're very whimsical. Like, at one point in one of the games, you can switch from 2D to 3D first-person view almost, hmm. um, which is really weird because you're like, it's like Mario going down that 2D path where he's always going to the right, but then it switches to where you can see what he's seeing ahead of him, and it was kind of <laughs> weird. And like at one point, he summons a giant fan up from the ground to just blow the other pieces of paper away. So hell? like, yeah, really weird, kind of like whimsical stuff going on in that game. Totally, totally. Uh, I'm excited to. I'll probably get my hands on this one and uh, see what it's about. I'm surprised it's turn-based. Oh, it's yeah, turn-based. That, that sounds kind of strange. Just, just yeah, for Mario, yeah, yeah. Like, and I maybe it's a normal thing for all the Paper Mario's, but I think yeah, I think it is. Man, that, that yeah, yeah, so yeah, strange, yeah, honestly. Yeah, turn-based Mario game, yeah. focused on paper. <laughs> very weird. Looks interesting, nonetheless. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of um, interesting stuff, the new Apex season came out this week as well. Apex season five. I know that uh, Alex, you're a really heavy Apex. Player. I was wondering what your thoughts were on uh, the new season. Oh man, it's uh, oh, it's geez. a lot to digest, man. It's like they they brought us back to the original map, Kings Canyon. You know, shouts out. Except um, it's super messed up. There's all kinds of crazy stuff happening. One of the main, like the most popular area of the map to land, just sunk into the earth and is now a completely different location. They, oh yeah, Skull Town. Yeah, Skull Town, man. It's completely different now. Um, they switched up a lot of the guns and everything like that, so everything's just kind of changing. All the legendary weapons are different. It's a lot to take in when you first come back, and uh, and especially for somebody like me, because I wasn't playing the entirety of every season. It's like I, I tend to go pretty hard for the first two months of the season, and then I just don't play until the next season comes out yeah kind of burn out until there's a big change yeah kind of i understand that. yeah and then uh so coming back to it after haven't been playing since season four midway through and then now coming back it's like wow this is this is a lot of new info there's a lot of changes a lot of the legends got big changes which was really cool to see um some not so cool to what see. do you think of the new hero oh, oh yeah we got a new girl oh, dude, loba 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 she's super cool the uh her her l1 ability her tactical man it's i've just seen some super cool plays with it i've i've had some people pull some super cool plays on me with it and just felt like oh shit man and i've also seen some people mess up you know the game we were playing the other night kelton when we were (laughs) hiding up on those rocks you know and that that loba (laughs) teleported directly underneath us and we just mowed her down in an instant like so that was a, a big mess up on her play but I've had some really good plays done against me with it. And the loot thing is super interesting, too. That's something that... uh, with the, Yeah, you just know where every single, like, purple item is yeah. in your vicinity. It's pretty yeah. sick. And and there's nothing... Uh, there's no other champion that has, like, a loot-based abilities. And she has two. It's her passive and her ultimate are loot-based abilities. Oh, yeah, her ultimate, she gets a little... She gets a little totem yeah. that she can just pull all these, like, magic magic items i don't know like all the items in the vicinity yeah. and it's teleport huge. to that box it's a huge it's a little magic grab bag like the range on it yeah i feel like massive. i feel 
feel like Apex is kind of unique in that it has a, like a, it's like a hero shooter, but also battle royale. Because yeah. like in a lot of other sh- hero shooters I've played, there isn't really loose. I mean, loot um, in the game. So like Overwatch, there's no loot-based heroes because no loot really to pick exactly. up. Um, and then Fortnite, of course, doesn't have any heroes, so there's no loot ability. Yeah, yeah everyone's for a hero to have. Um, the new quest system is kind of weird. It kind of gives you a daily incentive to log in and find that little box yeah. so that you can progress each day. And it's 25 premium currency to, to catch up on a day that you missed. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting. It's that... Oh, man. I'm still a little bit unsure on that whole thing. It seems so... It seems pretty easy to do, though. You just open up supply bins and I, then boom. I agree. A little treasure thing pops out. I agree. Happens, like, first game. I guess I just... I'm just... Um, It'd be cool to see more things that um, not only were incentivizing just logging into play, but like if we had things that were maybe tailored to more, to hard, I don't want to say hardcore players, but people who are playing just more. I feel like you're always like seeking this uh, greater challenge am, or like uh, better, cooler rewards for people that are good at the game. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's like you have to be skilled at the game to do right i've just i just mean like maybe like unique things or like things that you just wouldn't already be doing while playing you know like oh like oh kind of give you like oh like yeah i see what you're saying like an objective that normally you wouldn't experience exactly exactly okay well speaking of hero shooters uh another hero shooter comes out tomorrow that i know all three of us are pretty excited to play uh crucible crucible um it's coming out from Amazon Game Studios Seattle, so it's actually developed and uh, created in our own state, oh, which I thought was pretty interesting. Baby. Local games, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's also <laughs> yeah, local. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Grass-fed, cage free. Uh, <laughs> it's Amazon's Amazon's first esports game, oh, which uh, they're such like a giant company. Like I'm always interested to see like Google and Amazon trying to get their hands into the gaming pie because yeah. like, you see like you Google told me it was earlier uh, with the with the Stadia, and now you see Amazon kind of breaking in more as a games studio. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to try that out tomorrow. It looks like it's like a third person PvPVE um, game. Yeah. Said it's similar to Paragon or Smite, but then it has a maps. Oh, I found out today also that it has a map that's kind of like uh, similar to what you'd see in a battle royale game, and it does have a storm that actively gets smaller to uh, force okay. the teams wow. to fight each other. Because wow. I was wondering what the objective of that game was. Like, I watched a lot of videos and highlight reels on it, but I, I wasn't too sure what like what you're supposed to do as a team. I know there's like siphoning and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. So the main game mode is an eight v eight, or maybe it's six v six, but I think it's eight v eight shooter where you're gaining objectives and eventually fighting each other. And then there's another kind of battle royale inspired mode where it's uh, um, teams of two. I think it's seven teams of two, uh, maybe eight. Um, And you fight each other. Yeah, you fight each other. And if one of your teammates dies and you find another rogue alone player, you have the option of forming a temporary alliance with them. But if that team gets to the very end to determine the real winner of the game, the team immediately gets separated from each other. And those two are pitted against each other at the end. Uh, to see who's the true winner of that game so like that'll be interesting i wonder how often you will actually form temporary alliances i wonder if it's a big prompt on your screen or if you have to engage the person <laughs> in a way like i mean i'd I be going for it dude i'd be going for it like i was like thinking about it today and like what if your team like uh like 
if me and Devin were playing and we killed another team of two, but like Devin died and one and we killed one of their guys, could me and that guy that we were fighting each other immediately form an alliance with each other? Yeah. If we were getting third partied, <laughs> like if we were getting third partied, could we immediately form? Like how easy is that uh, formation? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How smooth is? That I don't know. Process? In other games. Like, other Battle Royales and stuff, like Apex, Fortnite, and stuff like that, when you run across that, like, really cool enemy that you just give a little nod to or a yeah, yeah, to, yeah. and then you team up. Yeah. I don't know, that shit's cool. So the fact that they're actually making that, like, an option yeah, in this game, thing. that's, that's sick. Yeah, man, I was going to say, um, it's definitely a super cool, just those super cool features that they would have on there kind of thing like that. And, like, I mean, you're talking about relating it to apex and like running into people and finding you know that random lone person who like ends up being not so aggressive that you guys can be like hey all right like we're both alone in this fight like let's just let's just work together until the end so i definitely agree that's a really cool thing to have in a game where it's an actual system where you actually get put into the party instead of yeah. kind of having to be uneasy and be like okay well we're kind of working together like when is this guy going to turn and shoot me yeah, <laughs> like, dude yeah. Uh, speaking of uneasy alliances on you know, working together in deadly conditions, uh, Tower of God, that anime that we've all been watching, uh, that has a lot of that with like uh, alliances we've seen form and like enemies have turned into friends. I was wondering how you guys are like liking that anime so far, because for me personally, I feel like it's probably my pick for favorite anime of this year. Uh, I, I realize that we are only yeah, I was about say, we're not year, even, so we're not even. like Promise Neverland two. Deep, I think dude. I think. That actually got delayed to next year. No, but, uh, that's horrible. Yeah, a bunch of enemies got delayed due to, to COVID, right. which is understandable. Definitely. But, um, yeah. But yeah, Tower of God right now is taking the cake. Like, the K-pop intro and outro by a K-pop band called Stray Kids, I think. That um, out, Or that intro slaps. So far. Yeah. Once, it's it, so drops, far. once it drops, I'm just like in it. So far. <laughs> God. Yeah, I've heard from a lot of people recommended that I read the manga which is also a south korean web manga nice. written by a guy named siu huh. um but yeah i'm excited that a new episode comes out tomorrow every wednesday dude yeah have you uh did you watch the most recent ones i have not yeah i'm not I'm i not. need to catch up a little bit on we should it all, we should all catch up together we should get a squad watch catch up squad I think watch, me and, uh, squad watch. Well, tomorrow so tomorrow a new one comes which means that calton unless you've watched last wednesdays because i haven't I have not. Okay, cool. Well then, yeah, we should definitely get like a group watch, group watch going because that's two episodes that you and me need to catch up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no man, I'm super duper enjoying that anime. It is, it is super cool. A lot of hunter vibes going on. Um, oh yeah, for so sure. many hunter that's vibes. It just feels it just heavily reminds me of the first uh, arc, uh, arc of uh, hunter, yep. hunter yep. the the exam arc exactly which is really good yeah. and there's also well you got the like the main character aesthetic similarities to hunter but then you also have all the, the um like in hunter right a lot of the side characters just not even really side characters to the plot but like people that are in the background you know like they have a lot of like weird looking people and then like the main characters look kind of normal it's the same like a really similar thing going on with tower of god where it's like they have the two main characters look like they're kind of normal people and then they have these like demi-human kind of strange just weird other characters that are in the mix there it's just i don't know it's, it's like really one of fun. the other side characters is a fucking alligator. yeah yeah <laughs> it's a giant giant alligator. yeah 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 i really like how yeah how tower of god kind of makes me nostalgic for um hunter x hunter yeah totally uh but speaking of nostalgia a new scooby-doo movie came out this week uh, uh, called scoob <laughs> 
Um, Haven't seen I anything had... but the trailer, but I mean. Yeah. So both of you guys have seen the trailer. I have seen the movie. Um, it is. It was a very weird film. That movie, it seems like it doesn't know who its target audience is. There's like fart jokes as you'd expect in a kid's movie. There's uh, jokes about Tinder, which were I seemed like they were aimed at my thing. And like at one point, Scooby these bullies... At one point, these bullies, like, steal Shaggy and Scooby's candy, and one of the bullies is like, don't you know this stuff will rot your teeth? And the other one's like, yeah, don't feed into big corn syrup industry, dude. You know better than this. This whole holiday's designed around selling candy. And then he, like, throws the candy away. And I was like, what? What were oh, those man. bullies? Like, what was that? <laughs> Get woke. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so just health, so, like, health yeah, conscious like, bullies. Yeah, health conscious bullies. Like, uh, And, like, so stuff like that, like, got me i was like okay i like this and then there's like jokes that were like obviously aimed at people our parents age um and i know that scooby-doo kind of transcends all age groups in how long it's been going yeah, and like everybody's a scooby-doo yeah. fan you got that but, old stuff on boomerang that's, yeah that's got like i don't know i don't even know how old that it's shit. so it's like old, the 70s scooby it, like, is long running man dude the, that's the like <laughs> funny part about uh our experiences watching boomerang is that the uh, Scooby-Doo movie, the new one, has characters from all these other shows by that same studio. Uh, I think Hanna-Barbera is the name. Yeah, Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, so, like, there's all these studios, uh, I mean, characters like Dick Dastardly and Blue Falcon and uh, all these other characters that show up in the Scooby-Doo the Flintstones. Movie. Yeah, well, not the Flintstones. I was waiting for, like, a really big character like that to show up, like Captain Damn. Caveman. Captain Caveman's in Scoob. But, like... Uh, that was really interesting. It was almost like, are they trying to like start a uh, cinematic universe type deal here? <laughs> it was just kind of, it was a little bit distracting, but it didn't take away too much. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was an interesting movie. Yo. I don't know. Got a question? The one thing, the one thing that right. threw me for a loop was Will Forte, dude. Will Forte <laughs> as Shaggy. Dude, Matthew Lillard really should have been. I, that's the one thing I was like, wait, that that doesn't sound yeah, like Shaggy. No. I mean, he Matthew Lillard just does such a good job. So it's it's hard to be Matthew Lillard. Um, but so unless one of you just already know off top, or because you've been looking at a Scooby Doo, when do you guys think was the first Scooby Doo? Just guess. Like I want to. I just looked it up, but like like the first episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. When do you think like it aired? Nineteen nineteen sixty three. I'm gonna guess nineteen sixty six. Damn, you guys are both super close, man. It's nineteen sixty nine. It says here. Oh yeah, yeah. So the, that is old. The series premi- first premiere. The series premiered as part of the network's Saturday morning cartoon schedule on September thirteenth, nineteen sixty nine, and aired for two seasons until October thirty first, nineteen seventy. Scooby Doo, where are That's you? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Dude, I think our generation got the best Scooby Doo movies with the like Zombie Island and the Cyber Chase and all. Oh, with like the dude, the live action. Chase. The live action. No. Oh yeah, and we got the live action. <laughs> Matthew Lillard in the flat. <laughs> Dude, I found out today that uh, the Scooby-Doo live-action movies were written by James Gunn, the guy who wrote the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. What? Uh, yeah, really weird. <laughs> uh, what is your guys' favorite Scooby-Doo uh, theme song? Oh, man. I didn't know there was so many. I honestly just like the There's a lot. Scooby-Doo-Doo, where are you? Yeah. Uh, I love, I'll fuck with that one. I feel like I'm alone in preferring the What's New Scooby Doo. What's New Scooby Doo? They're coming Come after, after you. That like one's pop. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Weird. Yeah, no, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, man. Yeah. Gonna yeah, solve yeah. that mystery. I think the first time I heard that one, I was like, I, like oh, that I really one. don't like this one. 
I like that oh, one, dude. dude. I, I, I love it. Uh, speaking of Some music, uh, a new Oh Wonder track came out this week. I sent it to both of you guys. Uh, I kind of wanted to dedicate yeah. a section of each episode to us discussing new music. So what did you guys music. think? Yo. <laughs> Such a constant. I need song. to put it on again. It's so nice. It is very Get chill, really stoned. Play that. Yeah. Lay in your bed. Close your eyes. I'm literally putting it on right now. <laughs> One thing leads to another. You're calm. I, I mean, I feel like this song makes me want to go on like a nice drive. Oh, man. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wonder's a London-based alt-pop duo. So this is a single off their home tapes, which they've been started. They started working on during the pandemic since they're all like in lockdown. Um, and I guess they have a history of releasing music as they've been um, hmm. in like certain situations of just like <clears throat> locking themselves in and making music. I guess they started out by releasing a, a song every month. So nice. that's the one thing nice. I've been out. enjoying out of this whole quarantine shit is that a whole bunch of artists have just been putting out like a whole bunch of <laughs> yeah. Like quarantine related music, and I'm like, I can vibe with yeah. this. I'm living with this right now. I, I've noticed like <laughs> a massive increase in um, like music that's being put out, you know, because everyone's like trapped inside and being creative. But I've also noticed with a lot of artists, uh, more like them pushing their merch, <laughs> uh, especially like bands and well, stuff because they're not on tour anymore. So it's like t shirts, t shirts, t shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I mean it is a thing. Like gigs get canceled and they're they're screwed over. Yeah, yo, this got to uh, make that cheddar somehow. This song though, man, so nice. It really does such a good job of like taking you away. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a like, a clip of the song at the end of the episode to give uh, everybody a taste of yeah of the song and know what we're talking about. I thought, man, honestly, it's it's also kind of nice just playing it. Like I can hear, I'm having it in my headphones just turned down underneath us like having this conversation it's been really nice um but yeah i also really like i really like the lyrics a lot yeah it's kind of like catches you in it's almost kind of got a sad vibe to it but but the music like gives you a happy feel yeah yeah, yeah. it's somber is a good word for it well it's sad word. but it makes me smile it's really nice well, thank you guys for joining me on this. Um, yeah. We kind of covered everything I wanted to talk about. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, oh, yeah, 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 of course. And so thank you to everyone who's listening. Uh, if you guys have any recommendations or uh, criticism or things you want us to do differently, I think I'm going to add a game in at the end of the next one because uh, I could have you and Devin kind of compete against each other um, and I have a game in mind. So oh, I, I, I love competing with Devin. Right yeah, let's go. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I look forward to it. So, yeah, here's a clip of Ocean Size by Own Wonder. Uh, thank you to everyone who's listening. I've been walking around my neighborhood. Windows down, sun is out. Wish I knew all of the things I should. Tells me not to care too much Things get old, love is gold Wish I knew how to be free enough I wanna be like